You know, it, the people didn't, it doesn't, who asked that? I didn't recognize that voice. Yeah, you don't need to know. This is what the power of it. Once Roger Bannister broke that, he created, you know, they, they often say that um, in different generations, uh, certain Torah things that were able to be achieved, once those Torah levels were achieved in a certain generation, technology also grew in that generation. Because once the barrier is broken, you don't even have to know it. It's, it pulls all of us through it together. You don't need to know. However, I am already seeing women breaking barriers. I don't know if they've broken their belief barriers, but I see them being more than they were a few weeks ago. I've seen it. I've heard it. People have shared it. Once they break that barrier, there's a reality in the world that I can grab hold of. You see, we don't live in a sensory world only, where you have to see the person breaking it. We live in a transcendent world. Once it's done, the reality flows out. You can break a belief barrier, and other people can benefit from that. Just becoming more of who you are will benefit me. We can return to our deepest selves, the me that I met before I was born. So we have to work, ladies, on recovering our true identity. And many of you have done that in your life to a very great degree. Whether you became balichuva, whether you shifted your emotional insides, your whole landscape. Lots of people have done this. But we're going to keep moving. And remember, the, the goals that are identity-based are the most powerful ones. From your identity, <coughs> you then come to outcome goals and process goals. But the identity will inform those goals, and they will come almost naturally. So, we have to remember, can we bring a drink in some water? You need some water? I'm just going to cough it out really fast. Dude, please, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> outcome goals and what else? What? You said outcome goals and then process goals. Process goals, right. Now, we must use and understand. We're going to have to do some sikhocharayon on power of the mind, which is the sechel. Hashem gave us sechel. That's what separates us from animals. He gave us will, ratzon, that we learned before we were born. And he gave us the power of habit. We learned about action and how your identity emerges from your action. All of this is in your, is it everything we've done so far? I'm not saying anything new here. This is what we know so far. I'm just trying to show you the gradation of ideas that we've done. We talked about the brain. We talked about the neurons connecting. We talked about the dendrites <coughs> that we want to grow in our brain. Next, Chevy. Okay. How can we keep ourselves alive to these truths and to our mission in this world? Now, <clears throat> chaburos are very important. There is no comparison. We have, you have this quote from Torah's Kani, right? You have that in your notes. There is no comparison between one person who seeks to do Hashem's will and a group who seeks to do Hashem's will. Is there anybody in this room, in this room that has already gotten inspired from somebody or some people in their chaburah? Is there anybody? Can you see that there are people who are working and it makes you feel more obligated? 
and it inspires you to see that it can happen. <clears throat> a human being is not meant to be alone. If you were sitting alone in this room, and we just read through this PowerPoint, it wouldn't feel the same as it does when we're all smushed together like sardines in a can, and you're not so comfortable, and it's a little bit hot, and all that stuff, but you're here for a reason. And and just take a second, I, I'm not, touch the person next to you. I would actually tell you, I would not on you, but I would actually tell you to hug the person next to you because we, we have a lot of barriers, ladies. We have a lot of barriers. <laughs> between carpools. <laughs> and she's reading, Behold, the root of all matters of service is that man should always return to his creator, the whole thing like that. That she says, is this what we're supposed to be doing? <laughs> she's on her phone, status update. Zicho <laughs> harayoning. And she's sitting there and saying, people should really just do the mitzvot and stop wasting time with this fluffy stuff. <laughs> Sound familiar? This is all typical. It doesn't matter. When you have a kabura, it forces you to look at yourself. We draw strength from each other. We shed a little bit of the veneer. I have to say that in a from community especially, there is a veneer that doesn't always exist in other communities. Because... Everybody knows that they have to look a certain way and be a certain way. After all, a from Jew is a certain way. No problem making Shabbos. No problem having guests. No problem having a new baby. No problem with my children. No exhaustion. No problem with working hard all day at a job or at home and letting my husband go to learn at night or letting him go to daven at night. I'm very dedicated to this. It's not hard for me. I'm a good person. I don't have resentments. I love everybody. I will never talk Lashonara about you. <laughs> so there is a real veneer between us. That's why I asked you to touch each other. We're afraid to be real. We're afraid to show how vulnerable and weak we all are. But as soon as you admit that you're weak, that's when you can come to HaKadosh Baruch and say, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not this good Jew. I'm not this perfect person. I have terrible peccadillos. I have all these foibles. And I can't do it. So I'm throwing myself in your hands. And in the hands of my Chabura. And we have to be willing to say to a Chabura, you know what? I have a problem with resentment. Or I have a problem with anger. Or I'm always comparing myself to other people. Or I'm very sensitive and I can't take any criticism. Or whatever it is. Or sometimes I hate my children. Or sometimes <laughs> I hate Hashem. Okay? I'm just saying it. 
because maybe not all of you, maybe some of you are perfect. I'm just talking about what I hear and what I live and our experiences together. Can we be real? Now, I'm not saying that you should bury your heart in your most private things like people do on Facebook or whatever it is. No. <laughs> there's a real image of Tzniyas. But there's a lot that's misinterpreted from Torah that people say in the name of Torah. And it's misinterpreted, and it puts a lot of pressure on people to be something they're not. And you see this a lot with teenagers that think they're supposed to be a certain way because they learned it. At, they learned about Achnos's Archim in school, and they learned about this and learned about that, but they know they're not there. And then they think they're no good. And guess what? We grow up thinking we're not good. Somebody's got to tell all of us the truth. Hashem wouldn't have given us mitzvahs and all of this if he didn't know how hard it is to be a good person. That's why he gave us mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are supposed to shape us, to break the Yetzirah. We have a very big Yetzirah. Accept it. Embrace it. We're going to talk about how to do that too. <clears throat> make real progress. When you're in a Chaburi, you can make real progress. This is very challenging. So next, Chevy. Are you getting the flow of everything? Yes. yes. Okay. So here were two pages. Here's an example of what you can work on with your Chabura. On one page, we had my journey to my greatest self. It's guided <coughs> introspection. Tonight, you're going to get a second guided introspection page, and we will keep giving out guided introspection pages. This introspection page is setting you up for the work that came afterwards, the finding your values, the understanding what it is you're doing in your life. Maybe there's a lot of good you're doing that you don't even realize yet, that you're not paying attention to. And you can use that to bulk up the evidence of the good person that you really are. What, what about my life would be different if I were spiritually, spiritually connected? That is a Zichel Harayon question. That is a Hispononus question that you could answer differently every day. You don't answer this question and then never answer it again. You're going to evolve. You're going to grow. And you can come back to your Chaburah, all of you, and say, okay, I worked, <coughs> I worked on the introspection page, and I, what do you guys say about this? Do you have anything to say? Or I couldn't really think about any values. I don't know what my values are. That's something we're all going to work on together. And then here, here's a template for Zichoch Harayon. I'll give you an example. A lot of times I'll speak to a woman, because I'm tight. I'll speak to a woman, and she'll say, I'm having a terrible time. This is bad, and this is bad. But I know it's all for the best. And I feel like saying to her, really? What does all for the best mean? Um, that it'll be good in the end. Really? You know, people do get sick. People do die. Very sad things in this world. So what's all for the best? What do you mean all for the best? Do we even know what we mean when we say all for the best? If we don't ask the questions, how will we grow? How do you trust in God? who allows very bad things to happen in his world. So I need to know what it means all for the best. I gotta know what that means. I gotta search my heart. Do I really, really believe that? Do I really trust him? Oh, thank you so much. That is very helpful because I'm starting a cough also. Amen. Oh, that lemon. Mm. <laughs> Mint, wow. Okay, so, I mean, I know I'm being a little bit, like, raw over here, but 
Can you understand why that's important? Yes. yes. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got all these thoughts going on. I I'm yes. sorry. How could such a horrible thing happen? What, why did Hashem let this happen? Is it going to happen again? Is it going to happen to me? Do I have to live in fear every day of the tragedies that could happen? Yeah. We're supposed to live in serenity. How do you not live in fear? These are things we've got to talk about. And that's what you can talk about in your chapura. And hopefully, slowly, we can come to some answers that will strengthen us. There's a lot of suffering in this group. A lot of suffering. And everybody walks around looking very nice and put together and with a smile and everything. I'm fine. Great. <coughs> you know, or I'm having a hard time today, but I know it's all for the best. Yeah? You do? I got to talk to you. <laughs> okay, so these, this is just an example of what you can do in your chaburah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Again, <coughs> this you do for yourself, and then you share with your chaburah. This you can do on any thought that we talk about, any rayon, any idea that we will propose. <coughs> Next time you meet, I'm going to propose a couple of ideas. And then in your chaburah, you can take it apart using this template. Next. Okay. Here's, here's, we're coming to the end, okay? Is it possible to really get there? Doesn't matter. My job is to make the effort. Now listen to what it says in the, in the, um, Pirkei Rab, uh, Rabbi Nassim, Abbas Rab Nassim. Shelo laharchik mimida she'ein la kitzvah. Never distance yourself from trying to achieve a character trait that has no end. And from work that has no finish. So we just talked about the kind of trust where you live in serenity. You have no fear. Nothing bothers you. And we're going to talk about that in the next section too. In the next session too. But I, I, how do I get there? It's too much. It's too hard. Okay. But don't distance yourself from that work. Because you can make progress. And when we reach out to make progress in something, Hashem reaches back and pulls us towards Him. Don't limit yourself. And don't limit Him. Don't limit. Don't live with limits. There are no limits. Because we live in a transcendent world. There are no limits. I know what you're thinking. Because I'm thinking it. But for me, there are limits. I'm not going to get there. But you're not allowed to say that you're not going to do the work. You're not allowed to be marchik yourself. You can't distance yourself. <coughs> you keep on working. The work is the beauty. The journey is the destination. The journey is the beauty. Is this thing recorded, by the way? Yes. Okay. Because I had promised some people. So what do we do? Do the work with your chabura. It's worth it. And it doesn't have to be ours. Speak the language. Train yourself to speak the language of love, of transcendence, of faith in Hashem. Focus on your values. We're going to work on discovering our true values. Use the strategies that we're going to bring up. Here is a mantra that we used a number of years ago when we had like 20-something sessions on Shemiras Halashem. It is a very helpful mantra. And we want to go back to this mantra and make cards about it. It's called love, transcend, persist. Love, transcend, persist. Faith, you made us a gorgeous card. I have the files. Okay. 
<laughs> because no matter what's happening in your life, at this moment, I can love, I can transcend, and if I fail, I persist, I try again. Hashem will surely help us all, and He will have great pleasure from our efforts. Amen. Now, I want to show you a very short video, and I want you to recognize something in this video. We talked about, some of you have seen it before, we talked about how the brain develops new wiring, and that happens with these hair-like pieces of, that grow to the neuron called dendrites. The more you focus on something, the more dendrites grow. The more you have, it becomes like a big hair clot, like a, a blob of hair in your brain. You want as many blobs as you can possibly have in your brain. Now, you're going to see a little boy who is concentrating and focusing. And I say to myself when I see this, his goal is not something very uplifting. But the effort, the mental effort, the determination, the focus that he puts into it is unbelievable. Why can't we do that in our determination to know Hashem, to know that being, that giant being inside? Take five minutes. Go inside. Focus. You'll see how he focuses. You can do the same thing. And what's interesting, in, at the end, you'll see how much love he gets for the effort he put in. When that, that's how you wire all of the dendrons together. If you can put an emotional response of kudos from your chabura or from a friend, or feeling good about it, that makes it stick, it sheaths it with the myelin. It becomes more and more yours. So we're going to watch this little boy and see what it takes to really focus deeply. Okay, chefs, we're ready. He's three years old. He's going to make it to the top of the stool. yourself when you get there. But it's not a fleeting thought. It's a focus of life. It's not hard to focus even while you're busy with other things. Remind yourself when you wake up, what am I living for? Hashem, give me a day of life, a day of opportunity. This is what I'm living for. I can do this. So I want to show you now what you're going to do next, okay? Can you just flick the light behind you if you don't mind? Okay. Everybody is going to get, actually I left it upstairs, I have to bring it down with me, but I'm going to show it to you. You're going to get an introspection page. Now, 
and you're going to spread out some hair someplace in this house you can go on the porch if you want to it's probably a little bit drier by now and this is page two this is the writing page two my journey to my greatest self <coughs> you do what this little boy just did we're going to put on music for 15 minutes don't get distracted take a pen and write through the voice in your brain that tells you this is stupid, I'm not going to get there, I don't know what I'm talking about. Just write. Answer the questions. When you're finished, you're going to get together with your Chabura. And with your Chabura, you're going to answer six <coughs> questions. And this will help you to know if you're moving forward in the most efficient way with your Chabura. If you're using all of the Torah that we're learning in the best way, and if you can really make progress. So 15 minutes of introspection, and then, Elisheva, yeah. can I ask you a really big favor? Of course. I left a pile of papers in the living room on a some kind of a, can you get it, please? Sorry. She's like unbelievably helpful. We have this little cute little cartoon from Gitsy. We hope <clears> to have more as time <throat> goes on. And then we have the six questions that you talk over with your Chabura. If you're not in a Chabura, I can sit with you. I can put you together with other people, and we can talk about it together. But first, you're going to do your introspection. Now, I know a lot of you don't like to do it. One of my alumni is here. <laughs> she told me that she was nervous about coming tonight. I said, why were you nervous? She said, because I didn't know what you were going to make us do. <laughs> it says a lot about being in Tanima. I feel so bad, because we do push the kids. But... We are pushing you right now to do focused introspection. Thank you so much. Focused introspection. That's the first page. The second page is the Chabura page. And then after that, you just, oh, you're getting a page to go with you, along with you, with the introspection page, and then the glossary. We'll put out the glossary for everyone to take. It will also be in the PDF of all of our papers, okay? So now, as you leave the room, you're going to get an introspection page and uh, another page to go along with it. When you're finished with introspection, I guess we'll let everybody know. We'll ask everyone to come together with Chaburas and we'll give out the Chabura page. You got that? Thank you for sitting in a crowded room. I think it was really, I really appreciate it. Okay, so. Can we take our chair?